0: Hi, welcome back to the show, Old Millennials Remember Movies. I'm Angela Yoshiko.
1: Tyler, how's it going?
0: And today we are talking about the never-ending story. As usual, before we get there, let's talk about what we're watching now or what we've seen recently.
1: Yeah, what have you seen lately? Oh wait, we saw something, well we didn't see it together, but we've seen the same thing.
0: But before we get to that, I have to talk about... Handmaid's oh, Tell, God, which on. everyone is talking about, which is kind of annoying. I thought it's, it, now it's becoming popular, but, too popular to, like, you know. But see,
1: I know that you're going to talk about how it ended, but see, people could go back and, isn't it like end of season two? I heard there was some frustration about it the it's
0: end of season the two. It is the end of season two, and Alfred. all you want to say at the end is, Alfred. No! Who's Offred?
1: Isn't, I mean, Alfred?
0: She's, no. So, a handmaid, when she uh, becomes a handmaid, loses her personal name, so the character's name is June. And then their name becomes of whoever the man is. So her, the person she's assigned to is Fred. So of Fred. So Offred.
1: Huh.
0: Yeah. And then there's like, you know, of Glenn and of Mark. And I did
1: see those, some people dressing up in London as Handmaid's Tale when the, the other guy came to visit the town. The orange guy? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. But we're not here to talk about politics. All I have to say is uh, if you don't have Hulu... Um, Hulu is not a sponsor of the show, but if they'd like to be, we'd let them. So go they ahead and get a subscription us. with Hulu.
1: We'll take any sponsors, really, won't we? Totally. Well, no, I mean, let, yeah, I no, take that No, we
0: back. have moral standards.
1: There's moral style. standards here. Actually, yeah. uh, we're going to get back around to that.
0: We are uh, going to get back around to that. So, you know, Hammy's still, its over now. I feel like there's a void in my life of TV shows, which is fine and probably better for the summer to start with.
1: Ooh, there was a show that I just started yesterday, what? last night when I was up with, late with the baby. What? It was HBO's new show with Amy Adams called Sharp Objects. How
0: dare you one start an HBO well, show? I gotta watch company. something. How when... dare you two an Amy Adams one? And we have still haven't made it through. Why
1: well, know, But I thought maybe West if World. I it just started as of this podcast, yeah, so I thought Tyler? if I actually start watching it when it goes, I'll watch it.
0: When am I supposed to watch it? Watch it whenever. Rude. You
1: can catch up. We're well, there's only been one. Movies
0: separately now. There's I only have to one. Watch there's only. There's only
1: been one. So far, it's good. I liked it. It's Gillian Flynn who wrote Gone Girl. Um, it's, it's good so far. It's like a murder mystery thing, but it's mostly about Amy Adams being, uh, a drunk, disturbed person. She's great. I watch Amy Adams in anything, so I was enjoying it so far and I'll watch more of it when it You'll comes out. you watch
0: more of it. What was it called again?
1: Sharp Objects. Sharp Objects. It's a mini series on HBO. Once it's done, it's done. So. On HBO. Yep.
0: Okay. Okay. So, um. To the movie category, yeah, we both saw separately by ourselves, like MoviePass. sad, sad adults. We'll take no MoviePass
1: rights. sponsor, but I don't think they have any money to sponsor us.
0: They definitely don't, especially with um, moviegoers like you. Who I go see all the time. Several movies I'm for the your eight dollars a month. Oh
1: yeah, I'm crushing Such it. Such a
0: good deal. You're you're getting. I got great in on that, I got in on that
1: annual rate, and I've already paid for my annu- like. I've spent. I've seen more movies at like the t- the premium time to pay for the year's worth I would have paid separately with tickets. So so I'm in the
0: if you didn't have the movie pass, would you have seen all the movies you uh, saw? No.
1: <laughs> so you're.
0: It's one of those where like uh, there I'm was getting a, okay. a good deal, but you're spending money that you want. I mean, this thing.
1: I saw show Show Dogs for an assignment, so uh, that wasn't that doesn't really count. But I didn't pay for it. But there's probably a couple other ones I wouldn't have gone to see
0: either. What do you mean for an assignment? Be like go to school
1: or something? No, I for, write for, for our listeners. I'm a, a freelance writer, and sometimes I write stories. And I wrote a story about Show Dogs and how it at one point had a very inappropriate uh, sequence in it. That they didn't realize, and now it's out of the movie, and they'll never see The Light of Day, but I saw it. The Light of Day. And it is disturbing.
0: Okay, so the movie that we saw together was... We didn't see it together. I mean, the movie that we both actually saw. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man
1: and the Wasp. I saw it, well, because, okay, so I've been going to movies a lot, and you had, you had some time, finally, to go to something, and you yes, were like, "What should I, I go?
0: I had many on my list that I yeah, wanted Jurassic to
1: Jurassic World, pfft. Jurassic World. told you not to do that. Deadpool. I said, eh, you know, Deadpool's okay, but, you know, whatever. You would have enjoyed it, but I thought, I thought Ant-Man would have been your best bet.
0: I kind of want to see that scary movie, Hereditary.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's good. I think, I just thought, I'd steer you to the one I knew would be the the best. Okay,
0: so let's jump back Paul Rudd. I love Paul Rudd. That's why I sent you. Like, I have a real big soft spot for him. I just really like him.
1: That's why I sent you to the movie.
0: So, every little one-liner joke, or every little facial face he makes, I just was...
1: Just eating it up. He's kind of dreamy in a goofball way. He's
0: very. Dreamy. I love
1: him from. See, I think that dream. Well, maybe this is a future episode, but that dreamboat status. I think a lot of people maybe don't think that Paul read that way, but he got to go back to like clueless, like when that was like right in our prime, and he was like, it wasn't like a comedy part. He, you know, it was like this uh, romantic lead against Alicia Silverstone, and uh, I look. So I guess spoiler for a future episode, but Clueless is great, so... Do we own Clueless? Uh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Let's put it on our recent watch, then. Come
1: it's on. great. I mean, it's going to be an episode where, like, it's great.
0: Yes. Um. We are starting to make our choices for movies to watch based on uh, movies we currently own.
1: Ooh, you know, if you... Uh, by the way, reader, if you go to our... Reader? They're insert insert uh, okay. social media here, you could suggest things for us to watch. Just saying... <laughs> you got that uh for social media stuff set up yet? Yeah, it's totally it's set up. It's on the website, right?
0: Yeah, it's totally on the website. The website actually is up. That's how you're able to listen to these Not podcasts.
1: a soul you right listen to any of this.
0: Uh, yeah. Lots <laughs> of listeners. Um so yeah, we might do Clueless soon. So back to Paul Rudd being Jamie. Yeah. And um Evangeline Lily playing
1: the wasp. The wasp. She was in the first one, but this is she gets equal billing in this movie, um, cuz she actually gets a suit and gets to be part of the super team and it's a Classic comic character. So, yeah, Evangeline Lily from Lost, and uh, she was in those uh, Hobbit things. Yeah.
0: So, you came home from the movie saying Evangeline Lily was great. I feel like this was really the character that is going to, it really encapsulates her acting abilities yeah. and her future. And and tell me a little bit more about that before well, I share
1: my opinion. I think she's great. Um, I've always kind of felt like they've never, because I'm a big, like I was a big Lost fan, don't get me wrong. But I don't know, like, there's something about the character I didn't always love about Kate on Lost. But um always liked her as an actress. I think this is um, a good use of her um, kind of charisma. I think she shows a lot of charisma in this movie. Is able to hold her own against kind of a comedy force of Paul Rudd. And I think it's important that there's, you know, Pulse. Ant-Man is not a... Uh, <laughs> he's a superhero, but kind, only kind of, right? It's kind of an accidental thing. Whereas the Wasp is... Kind of awesome. She's a great fighter. She can quip out the one language with the rest of them. I just think that alongside, like, Black Widow, she's, like, Marvel Cinematic Universe, just awesome. I'm glad that we have this character now. So that's all I'm saying. I just think that it's great to see her kind of jump up and be part of, like, the A-Team of the Marvel Universe. That, that's great. I was wanting that to happen in the first Ant-Man, and she gets to do it now. I got nothing to say now? (laughs)
0: Well, I think that you're more... (laughs) Talking
1: shit about Evangeline Lilly.
0: No, I really like her. I just think that you're more attributing, like, enjoying the character of the Wasp. Yeah. And you're maybe falsely attributing that to her, like, her great acting ability. She's not, like, a bad actress. She's not, like, a great
1: actress. I'm not saying though. that... I'm just saying that it. this is finally the first thing that I've seen her in that really feels like it's for her. Like, I it just disagree. feels good.
0: It feels like she's playing Kate from Lost. Uh, have
1: you watched Lost recently? I she mean, she's cool just, like, dressing
0: up and doing some kicks. for I'm dressing up.
1: It's a suit. Kicks. It's not like they're, like, putting her in, like, sex clothes. I, mean, I come just on.
0: I mean that. I mean, yeah, so the part where she's in a costume probably isn't even her. Yeah,
1: it is. Sure it is. Oh, sure. Definitely and Lily. doing all those moves. Someone's a little jealous of Evangeline and Lily.
0: Why you gotta make it like that? <laughs> Freaking sexist. What the fuck? You wouldn't say that if it was, like, a man.
1: Yeah, I would. you like, oh, you're sort of jealous of Ant-Man. I would say you would. I think you are also jealous. God, jerk. you're such a dick sometimes. I think, I think you are jealous of Ant-Man, too. <laughs> I'm
0: a punch in the face.
1: <laughs> she knows I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, anyway, it's a good movie, though. I Don't you think it's a good movie?
0: Yeah. By the way, I'm mad at you, but you're kind of looking pretty cute over
1: there. So uh-huh. I just don't want to let you know. Uh uh-huh. No, what I liked about Ant-Man and the Wasp is that we're coming off of Avengers: Infinity War, which is like a thousand characters thrown at you. It's two and a half hours. There's a thousand things going on. Ant-Man and the Wasp is small stakes. Like they're going after like a briefcase. There's several characters that are kind of running around doing that. There's not like a ton of like huge action scenes, but the action's very good. It's all kind of, like, street... Like, they're using the shrinking people really well. It's kind of clever. It's really funny. It breezes by. I just think it's finally, like, something fun this summer.
0: And I appreciate that it is a small, stakes story. It's not like, oh, my God, the world's gonna be blown up. It's just, like, they're trying to find their mom.
1: Yeah, it's real focused in. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just really like that aspect of it. I think it's got an amazing supporting cast. I mean, like, comedically. Like, Michael Pena is back... From the first one, he gets way more to do.
0: Love
1: him, so funny, and it's just perfect for him. I, I like seeing him in, in good <laughs> roles. He's he's good in a lot of things, but this is he's just so funny, and uh, we love uh, like I know we both love Randall Park because we both watch Fresh Off the Boat. Yes,
0: if you haven't watched Fresh it's Off a the good Boat, because you're like that show seems kind of dumb or like just kind of stereotype.
1: Yeah, it's uh, not...
0: give it a shot because it is funny. like really funny,
1: and he's great in it. And he's playing a different kind of part here, but he's always been really funny. I love him in it. Um. Yeah. Just everybody. I. I like. Um. What was the other person I was thinking of. I already forgot it.
0: But... So uh, his ex-wife.
1: Oh yeah, Judy Greer. I always loved mm-hmm. Judy Greer. Seeing mm-hmm. her and Bobby Cannavale. They're back. They were in the first one. They. Mm-hmm. They have. They're pretty. They have, don't have much to do. I also really like the uh, the daughter. And mm-hmm. I thought the. It, I mean, just real small scale again. But what really clicked for me in the movie was like Paul, like Scott Lang's relationship with his daughter and. And it just felt nice. Mm-hmm. It was just a nice movie. It was fun. There's some funny beats. There's some good action. I don't know. There's a movie you're walking and out of, and it's like, yeah, finally, I saw a summer movie that wasn't Jurassic World, The Fallen Kingdom, which is garbage. Yeah,
0: let's not talk. We
1: already talked about it. Yeah, we did.
0: That. Okay. So that was Ant-Man and the Wasp. That was Ant-Man and the Wasp. Totally would recommend
1: it. I would recommend it. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. good stuff.
0: And then last night, you uh, headed out to a movie... And then I went to bed.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I was really excited about this. It's called Sorry to Bother You. Um, it's Boots Riley's, like, directorial debut. It's Lakeith. Boots. Riley. Riley. He's, like, a rapper, performance artist. Yeah, well, he's a, you know, he's a guy. He's a
0: rapper?
1: Yeah, he's, like, a musician and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's first. you saw? What's it called? It's, he's, oh, like, a, this is his first time director. It's called Sorry to Bother You. Um, it's Lakeith Stanfield, who's in Atlanta, and he was in Get Out, and, uh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's got Tessa Thompson in it, who I love, and it has Danny Glover in a smaller part, and it is insane. I was looking forward to it ever since I saw the trailer. It was a big like Sundance hit, and sometimes those Sundance movies, you know, people like them there, and then they come out, and you're just like, okay, whatever, Sundance. And, I don't know, I really enjoyed this. It is batshit crazy, though. Um, I would say most people would probably stay with it from, like, about... Uh, Three-fourths of it, and then the last 25 minutes, it gets real crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's about a guy who uh, lands, like, a telemarketing job, needs a job, doesn't have much money, and he employs, uh, starts moving up the company to sell, uh, they're selling garbage products, and uh, to move up the company, he starts using a white voice. And the white voice is, um, oh gosh, one's Pat, there's another one in the character, it's not Pat, he, uh, no, it's David Cross. David Cross does his voice, and then uh, Pat Oswald does another one later in the movie, but, um... But yeah, he employs that to kind of move up the ranks, and the movie is very much about kind of um, class structure, and and it's a very pro-union movie. Randomly, Um, it's really good, and it's it's messy. There's a lot of it's it's funny, it's messy. There's not everything works in it. That last twenty minutes is just ridiculous. I think it will probably turn off some people at the end. It it really kind of takes a turn, and um, but I don't know. I really it I I like movies that are ambitious and and messy and it's not even it's it's less messy than it should be considering what it's trying to do and it also contains maybe the first really great army hammer performance who um has you know he's appeared in a lot of things he's been okay i don't i don't dislike army hammer but he he was he played the winklevoss twins in the social network he was in the lone ranger bomb Um, which I think is a secretly not-terrible movie, and he was in Call Me By Your Name, which I really like that movie, but I don't necessarily love his performance in it. Um, Anyway, he is playing this... Oh, man, he's playing, like, this douchey white guy. His
0: name is Steve Lift.
1: White executive of this big company, and it is... um, It's insane. And it's a great performance for him. Lakeith Stanfield's great. Tessa Thompson, as always, great. I would really recommend it. Again, it's crazy, Last 20 minutes, especially. But I I loved it. I would, uh, yeah, it might show up later. And uh, we'll do a, we'll do like a best of the year thing. Okay, so there uh, you have
0: it from Tyler. Go see Sorry to bother You.
1: It's a good, good movie. Okay. That's good. We
0: can move on. All right. Let's jump into remembering Mm -hmm. from back in the day Mm -hmm. from 1984. The never ending story. And to kick off. Um, uh, this uh, part of the podcast. I was going
1: to sing the song.
0: Tyler's going to sing Kay. the theme song. Here I go.
1: I'm pretty good. We'll put the music on, but listen. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Did you hear that thunder at the end? <laughs> I did hear the thunder. Ooh. So
0: that is the theme song for the American version of Neverending Story by Lamal.
1: Not the punk Newfound Glory nonsense that yes. came out in the night 2000s, right?
0: However, when we looked the, this uh, song up on YouTube, the guy that's singing it, it looks like he's wearing a wig, so we're like, is this the real
1: guy? I, well we saw is this a spoof. We we watched like a couple videos. Yeah. One was like a performance version.
0: Yeah, there's like a music video. I thought version. that was a parody
1: because it, it was the the wig, man. The wig.
0: There's one with like the movie clips integrated in.
1: Yeah, that one yeah, there's a well yeah, we confirmed it was the guy, but it yeah. was surprising. I thought someone was having some fun on uh, YouTube with some good production value, but yeah, no, I was surprised.
0: Yeah. So The Never Ending Story came out in 1984. Mm-hmm. Um, it's rated PG. Yeah. It clocks in at an hour and 42 minutes. Oof. Um <laughs> Came out in the U.S. in July of 1984. It's a summer movie. It originally came out in West Germany.
1: Because um, the director's Ger- Wolfgang Petersen, right?
0: Wolfgang Petersen is the director.
1: He went on to, he well, he made Das Boot, and then uh, he made this, and then he would go on to make like Air Force One, and some big movies, The Perfect Storm. Some mm-hmm. not so good movies too, but yeah, no, but he he got big here. I don't think no, he's been working lately. He's still alive, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. Do you remember? Clearly, we didn't. Neither of us saw this in '84. We would have been too young.
0: No, if I would have been a whole one year I old, been
1: zero. Yeah, no, it was you were like
0: three months old. At this
1: the time. Vi- I don't have a specific memory of like seeing this movie for the first time, but I do know I watched it quite a bit. It must have been like a t like a real TV regular.
0: I feel like it's been it was had to have been on TV.
1: Yeah. Uh, or or I, did we rent it on Maybe VHS. we rent we could have been a, It could have been a big rental. Like you could, We would have been yeah. to the video from and probably rented it multiple times, maybe. I could see that happening.
0: Yes. So I think that when Never Ending Story 2 came out in...
1: It was later. It was a few years. Yeah, like it was that. like five, six years later. Um, we would run them together.
0: Yeah, so we would have been like six, seven around that time. I, and I don't, yeah,
1: I mean, I remember... I just remember watching this movie a lot and then it disappearing. And then what's weird about it is it starts and I... Once it starts, I don't, really, like, none of it's really gelling for me until you hit a certain kind of iconography. Yes. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I know I remember that part, and I remember this part. And it kind of kind of trails back into your brain a little bit.
0: Yes, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, as I was watching this and quite enjoying it on yeah. my second, or, you know, most recent, recent viewing, viewing
1: mm-hmm.
0: I made the observation to myself that I think this was one of the early seeds to my love of, like, fantasy, magic kind of Themed movies and
1: shows. I think that's probably accurate. I mean, if we we had seen this, I just I remember the first early moments we met. Your love of, and we bought the DVD relatively early when we were together, living together uh, in sin. Um, Whoa. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Of like labyrinth with uh, with David Bowie and and just you being kind of unusually in love with that movie, which is I mean it's fine. I just it was not a movie that was like. On um, rotation for me, so to see that for me, like, oh, clearly, this is where your Buffy the Vampire Slayer love comes from. This is where your uh, what's the other show? <laughs> just like
0: Charmed.
1: you Charmed maniac. <laughs> so this
0: many episodes of, of Charmed. Guilty pleasure. So many episodes of Charmed. Um, Sabrina the
1: Teenage Witch. Yeah, well, and that's fine. I mean, we're, we got. I mean, I could see when that was not part of TJF. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I do like this category of fantasy, and I you do. The NeverEnding Story really opened the door, and I think they did a really good job for 1984. Yeah. That was kind of the consensus back in the day. Even Roger Ebert. I was going to pull that, because I know he's your man.
1: I was really curious about that when you were Mm -hmm. pulling this up with me. I I wasn't sure if this movie was, like, Mm -hmm. Um, well-received. Because it's just one of those movies you saw as a kid, and you are just like, I don't know if this is like. Because, you know... Like, Willow's one, where you think, like, oh, Willow. Everybody loves Willow. And then you kind of go look around, and you're like, well, nobody likes Willow.
0: Um, We're going to watch Willow. We surprisingly don't own Willow. not the if easiest you'd like disc. to send we'll us to a copy that you're no longer watching.
1: put it. Well, don't put our mailing address out, but we'll, we'll it out. We'll have
0: a fancy business P.O. box so you can't stop us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> anyway, Roger they made Ebert some political gave it, comments earlier. So. Yeah,
0: Roger Ebert, Ebert gave it three out of four stars sure. and praised its visual effects. Yeah, saying that quote, "An entirely new world has been created because of them." Okay.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, can I, All right. So I'm gonna just be a little bit honest with you. When I was watching it this time, a lot of this movie frightened me. Like Probably this time today. Like if Tyler frightened
0: was me. acting, you were acting like such. Goddamn baby. If I thought... What, oh my god, Falco's so creepy-looking.
1: What? Are you, who's Falco?
0: Falco is the the dragon?
1: Oh, no, that... Like, fuck that thing. The thing are is, so no, creeped out by it. It's weird. It's just... Okay, I felt like watching this, I was like, I don't get high, but I felt like this was like, like I was high watching it. It's just so bizarre. It's a bit dramatic. Not like... So not the whole time, but like when... Before... Okay, so there's the kid... We'll get into it, but like once it gets to the fantasy world, which is like ten minutes in, it just throws you in with these characters. There is it's just like, a like punch in the face. all of a sudden, and it's like extreme close-ups of them too. Mm-hmm. We're not because like, I mean I understand it was eighty four. There's some there's some pretty extensive makeup and puppetry work going on here, so and on a just, budget. I'm going
0: to pause you. Yeah, let's just rewind a little bit. Go ahead, to the but, of
1: the movie. right. I'm just saying it was yes. creepy when it but got. To that. We'll
0: talk about it. So yeah. in the beginning of the movie, we're following this kid. Yeah. Mom's not around in
1: a normal town city, right it's right yeah, it, like, it's like not a fantasy in world.
0: middle America
1: right or wherever a city it's in a city right mm-hmm. yeah
0: mm-hmm. um so there's a scene with a son and the single dad and, oh yeah, and he's a the, dick. The dad is played by
1: Gerald McGraney who's a guy. He's in
0: A Million Things. Yeah. Major Dad was yeah. the thing you told her.
1: He was a I huge couldn't. dick in this, though.
0: Oh, yeah. So, uh, one of the... He's just constantly saying things like, uh, you're old enough to get your your head down out of the clouds. He's kind of a dick. That was the note I made while we were watching. He's it. like,
1: well, oh, we can't let Mom's death, like, really, like, bring us down. Like, I mean, I get that notion, but it's just like sitting this kid down like, hey, shut up about your dead mom, okay? Yes. So
0: he just tells him to, like, stop daydreaming, start facing your problems. Um. My note here is like, oh, the 80s, where kids were left totally alone. Okay, so then the dad just leaves to work, and he's like, okay, yeah. see you later, kid. Yeah. Just like the 80s, where kids are left alone, go <laughs> ahead and get your own breakfast, get yourself walk to school in a fucking city right. by yourself. Well,
1: and you haven't seen, like, so a couple, this last year, they finally made, like, a real good version of It, Stephen King's It, and it's like, and you, you honestly think you haven't watched it, it's on HBO, you should watch it. Okay. It's scary. But it's, like, this real. This is, like, the movie where, like, hey, you know when you just leave your kids, do whatever they want? Well, they all get viciously murdered by a killer clown. So, you know, maybe yes. don't do that.
0: Maybe don't do that. Yeah. So the kids all walk in, in the middle of what looks like some sort of version of, like, New York City, a big city. Something. And, like, of course, there's some little asshole bullies.
1: Oh, well, they're dicks, to chase too. After a lot him. of dicks in this movie. And
0: I love that they're, like, I don't know, 10, 10 11 years old. Yeah. And these little kids are like, where's your money?
1: And... <laughs> I like, gotta get money.
0: What fucking kids are like? Give me your money.
1: Well, it's what bullies did. They so took your like, money.
0: Chasing down an alley. I didn't have any
1: money when I was that little. No, hell no. I get maybe lunch money. I no. had a cold lunch. I brought my cold lunch. Exactly. Lunch. No kids have money. That's Some of them the go to get hot, no. They get hot lunch. But see, before they didn't have like a card to like put your money. in. Maybe they did have lunch money. I don't know. Maybe we're maybe we're just too far into our technology now.
0: Maybe. Some of those kids run down the alley, and then they pick him up or something, and he ends up in the dumpster. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. And they're like, uh, oh, yeah. Quote. <laughs> they keep calling him a chicken, right?
0: I don't know if they ever actually say chicken. Yeah. But they go, maybe the chicken can lay the egg in oh, there. Oh, because they're like,
1: you, got, you don't got the money. You go in the garbage can. <laughs> you go in the <laughs> Maybe you can lay can. an egg in there.
0: <laughs> maybe the chicken can lay an egg in there. Great dialogue. So that right off the so bat, we got some great child characters some
1: I don't know. Tyler's it's moving the microphone. It's blipping.
0: I get really excited. <laughs> oh, it may excited. be me. I get really loud. I
1: gotta be honest with that. I don't know this audio stuff very well. Okay,
0: so then he fall- He climbs out of the dumpster. Mm-hmm. He's uh, just still running away or something. Yeah. He tries to go into this door that's open, and it's a bookstore
1: uh-huh.
0: with an old person, an old guy. That
1: guy from the Harry Potter was and in he's there. He's off.
0: He's all, you don't even see the character, but he's all, get out of here, I don't like kids. Well, he
1: says, like, I don't like kids, which I think is pretty funny. <laughs> it's very direct. <laughs> and then he, like. Well, those other kids are coming in there, I could see that. Yes, yeah,
0: so then he gives the kids some shit, like, uh, there's no, like, Game Boys in here. I don't remember what he said, but he said something like that. And then the Game kids boys, are all like, so. I have 186 books at home. Oh, uh, yeah. And then he, like, lists all the books.
1: Well, some of them, yeah. Like,
0: Lord of the Rings.
1: Oh, yeah, Ooh, Lord of the Rings before, Lord of the Rings was a movie. I
0: know. Ooh. Okay, so then he's looking at this book, and the kid's like, what book are you looking at?
1: The guy, yeah, he's a yep, dick.
0: the guy's looking at a, a lot book. A of
1: dicks in this movie. And he's
0: like, "Oh, you can't look at this book. He's immediately, like, all cryptic and creepy. Which I
1: don't get when you talk about the, what's going on in the book later. Like, he knows... The guy knows, right, that the book is, a, like, okay... It's a magical book. Right. So, I mean, it's and obviously insinuated that, like, something's gonna happen if you read the book. But, like, knowing mm-hmm. where the book goes... The only thing this guy's popped up in the book and kind of knows, like, it kind of needs like a kid to read it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no. So this is where Tyler. I think it was so distracted by the movie, the guy was meaning to get the kid to steal the book. Oh, he he's like a little reverse psychology. A little reverse psychology. <laughs> he, he missed, maybe you were busy looking down. What he meant, you missed the part. Notes. Of so like he's like, you can't touch this. Books are safe. You get to go and be a little boy again. But this book, ooh. And the kid's like, it's only a story. And so he tries to make it seem, like, real dangerous. So then he, like, oh, the phone's ringing. I've got to go answer that. And he's, like, hides the book under a newspaper. Then what? the kid's, like, I'm going to fucking steal this
1: book. So you're a psychology degree person. Yes. What chapter did, in the book do they discuss reverse psychology?
0: Chapter one. Yeah. Reverse psychology. Right. You see the opposite of what you want dumb fucks to do. And it works. And they'll do what you want.
1: Trick me. Trick me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So I even wrote my notes out, because then... He smiles as the kid takes
1: the book. Oh, I see. He'll smile. Big Maybe old I would have caught. Smile. Okay. Well, see I missed a smile, and I wouldn't know what he's being. That old creep wanted him to take that book. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Cool so man. So then
0: the kid goes to school.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I kind of actually love this. It goes part. on
1: forever. Oh my gosh,
0: so long. So the kid goes uh up to the school's he doesn't want to go into class because they're having some quiz or something. He's
1: oh yeah, I'm not sure.
0: So then he decides he's going to go up into the school's creepy ass attic. I don't remember my school having an attic. Well, they're
1: not like it's just art. We went to schools that were pretty flat, right? Your school is no, flat, right? No, they have multiple stories. No, no, but you know what I mean. It's like a flat top roof.
0: Yeah, this one. So he gets the key. He goes in there, and it's like a giant ass room with like vaulted ceilings. I would
1: say it looks like a mansion attic. Yeah, right. I mean, it, that's what it looks like. Yeah, to
0: me. it's not like a crawl space attic. It's like a full door and there's and like, like a bunch of goofy shit attic. up
1: there, like skeletons and stuff, and yeah, it's crazy.
0: And so he goes into the attic. Yeah there's lots of dust and just shit all around. And he sits down to crack open the book. And this is Tyler's favorite part. Where he immediately jumps into Monsterland.
1: Yeah, okay. So, from when he starts reading, it's like all these fucking crazy shit come. Like, and it's like really close up. And again, it's because I understand what's going on. Like, they're, you know, they're covering some of the work. They only did partial makeup work or whatever. There's a lot going on. They're trying to pack the movie in as much as they can. But it is like freaking Nightmare City. Like, we got. First of all, you got this bat and troll looking thing. Like, that thing's creepy. The what? It's a bat thing? It's a troll guy who troll rides guy? on a bat. And he rides on a bat. Holy shit. Nope. Mm-hmm. Don't want that. Mm-hmm. And then there's a worm snail racing thing that's like going real fast. He's a snail. Yep.
0: There's he's a,
1: a snail. big human. They're all like got human faces. Mm-hmm. There's some Willy Wonka looking, looking motherfucker.
0: Yes. Willy the Wonka. Willy Wonka looking guy has this like Willy Wonka looking hat. Yeah. And he's actually played by Deep Roy whose voice was dubbed in this movie, you shared with me. Oh, yeah. Which I kind of noticed when he started talking, like, that does not sound like him. Yeah. So you would know Deep Roy. Well, you know, I don't know if I anybody knows it, but... From the Oompa Loompa in the 2005 Willy Wonka. The Johnny Depp one, yeah. Johnny Depp. Right. So kind of funny that he was then later in a Willy Wonka movie, I bet and he that... looks like
1: Willy Wonka. Let's see, Tim Burton, uh, see, this I think, I think Tim Burton got him for, just from I this. Like that so. Like, he's like, that motherfucker, creepy. Yeah. And so, so he got he was him. the one who rode the snail around. Yeah, no. And he rides the snail around, okay? It is fucking nightmarish. And then there's the giant rockman, which is the thing the first thing I really, the really remember. Fire. The rock okay, whatever. He's made of rock. I don't understand why his name's Rockberry, because he bites. Rocks. He eats rocks. He's, so he's like he's a cannibal then? He's eating his own kind?
0: No, he just eats rocks.
1: Inanimate rocks. Does he eat, like, if he came across another rock biter, would he start of chewing on that guy? Of not.
0: He is very kind and loving. But
1: I'm just saying, and he had, like, a giant steamroller thing that he was it pushing was around? It was
0: actually his motorcycle. It a just motorcycle? Just
1: a it looked like a steamroller, though. It
0: did, but it was because it's so big, it was like the rock was the tire.
1: This shit, was, I mean, it's just too much for me. We started with, like, a tentacle. I can't. Like, there's, there's crazy. What, what was all... And then, it's mm-hmm. just like, there's no context. They're just having a conversation about, like, the, like, like darkness. Blah, 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 blah. the darkness. The darkness is coming or the nothing... I, oh yeah! Can I join you? And what's crazy is that most of these sons of bitches don't show, don't come back. They're no. in the scene and then they're gone. So yeah. I just spend all this time with these creepy looking fuckers, uh-huh. and then the rock guy comes back. But yeah. oh, no, I was just like, "What's yeah. going on?"
0: So it transitions into the
1: next. I had a real hard time. <laughs> it
0: transitions into the next scene with these big, stormy, windy clouds come rolling in, and some character notes that it's the nothing. The nothing is coming. Yeah. And then it just um, transitions into Fantasia, which is the name of this town or With city. More
1: scary ass um, people.
0: Um, and the tower where the childlike empress lives. Right. It's the home of the empress.
1: Well, wasn't all these people already? And then they have to go find this princess?
0: Yeah, but they're showing us in the movie oh, yeah, the reading, where the yeah, empress, sure. not okay. princess, empress is.
1: Okay, sure.
0: And they kinda give you the background there, like the nothing's destroying our world. Um, and in that scene, it's just like some costume and makeup and mask people just went to fucking town making these characters. This is the same time it where there's like the triple face people. Oh God,
1: this is f- nightmarish. I don't so know. there were
0: like big giant and heads. The reason
1: I say they're nightmarish is because it's like very clearly, I mean, it's very 80s, right? It yeah. looks, I mean, it's dated and not a, I wouldn't say it's dated in a bad way. It's yeah. just that it looks like it, what they would do top of the line with top of the line stuff in the 80s. And for whatever reason, it's just because it's more puppetry and it's more. I just yes, it's, it's unnerving
0: in the same way that Guillermo del Toro. It looks
1: unreal in a in an unusual the way that we we're not used to seeing anymore. And mm-hmm. I just uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's guys with like faces on the side, so they you know the real face is moving, but then they've got like uh, like plaster versions of their faces on other sides. I, I mean, that's not that scary, but there's like. I don't know. There's like a pig man with some pig faces,
0: elephant people, right?
1: It's just crazy. There's just so things. many things going on here, and look, good for them, right? But it's just like, what, what are we doing?
0: So they're all I thought this movie was around. about this kid. What's going on? Yeah, they're all gathered around for the sky to stand there and like yeah. tell us the plot and to say that.
1: Um, well, it's just a setup for like we need the a setup.
0: quest. So he tells everyone that like the empress is unwell, and there's a mysterious link between her. And the nothing. And now I'm talking too quietly. No,
1: you're not. I think it, I was reading the wrong one. It's
0: cool. Uh, dark. So, um, there's a mysterious link between her and the nothing, and then they're basically like, She can't save us. She's the only one who could save us, but there's one might just be one chance.
1: It's all nonsense.
0: So they're like, the planes <laughs> people who, who we don't fucking know who that who they are I'm lo- I, I'm Look confused
1: are, what you're telling me right now. Like,
0: why are we even referencing Something that's not been... Anyway, it's stupid. So it's like, the Plains people who hunt the purple buffalo have
1: a warrior. Purple
0: well, yeah, exactly. They're just, like, throwing shit out there. Like, why? Why do we need those details?
1: It's from the book, probably, right? We don't probably. Right? This is based on a book. Based on a book.
0: Yeah. And so they're like, a tree. Okay, so those who Another have watched band. this movie, you might be like, oh, yeah, tree. Yes. I remember that guy. So to find a cure for the Empress, they need to go... Save so this ch- this kid shows up. And he's a fucking kid. Um, What's the kid's name?
1: A What is it? Okay, but okay. So the the kid's name is Atreyu. This is long looking, long haired looking. Long uh, hair. Why do I keep? I keep just putting looking before I even finish the thought. But uh, I was like Willy Wonka looking, and I was like Willy looking motherfucker. I was like that's Willy not right.
0: I did it again yes.
1: with uh, this guy, but he's got like a he's long hair. This is the main this is your main character in the movie that just shows up I does he have he has like what five lines of dialogue in the whole movie it seems like this is a very blank performance he to is me the
0: most bland actor and doing some reading on yeah on this movie the director was like he was very difficult to direct well you
1: know what I don't I don't even blame the, the kid it's just like they, there's nothing for him to do. He's just kind of walking through all this crazy shit and he's there's no, there's no character there. It's just a guy, a kid. The kid that's reading the books more interesting.
0: He is more interesting. More
1: animated, anyway. Mm -hmm. What's the thing that they're? He's got. He's got to go get the thing. Like he's got an amulet-looking thing. What's that thing? Yes,
0: I don't know how to pronounce it. That's the
1: thing that Steven Spielberg has, though, right?
0: A ruin or something. Yeah, ruin or something. Um, it's after this. Oh yeah, so the guys the guy that was telling us the whole plot and everything was like, okay, this is very dangerous, and the kid's like my chances of success and he's like nothing and if you fail the embers will surely die bye and then it, sh- so and then it transitions more. to what I remember as a child being very fucking scary and it's this like this green eyed wolf yeah the green eyed wolf who's like hiding and watching trail. uh huh he was scary. Okay. I him being so scary.
1: So when I watched, so I was watching it this time, I'm already freaked out about everything, and then this thing comes on screen, right? <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it's unnerving, but then I found a way to get through it, because it looks just like, to me anyway, it looks like Booster, <laughs> Booster? the sidekick of Turbo Man in Jingle All the Way, you know, like the,
0: uh-huh.
1: yeah, he had like a little animal- a really terrible animatronic animal-looking guy named Booster. And for some reason, the base the of... Because the green-eyed wolf in the movie, like, it doesn't... Like, they clearly only made, like, the head. Yeah. It doesn't ever really appear. They do some tricky little things where he's running, and they, it's all very At cut... and the
0: they show... Cut tightly. He's it's fine. very
1: tight. And not, there's no animatronics on it, really.
0: There's no animatronics on so
1: it. So it. it's all cut right there. So every time I see it, I was just like, okay, I'm not gonna be creeped out because it's Booster from Jingle all the way. But I mean, the green eyes—it's just got that again. It's just this like '80s animated face, like it's clearly like this machine moving a mouth, and the mouth doesn't really match the voice, and it's just—it's unnerving because it's not Will quite doesn't right. Doesn't
0: have a voice at that point,
1: right? Oh, he talks later though, does he? Oh, God, he ever talks? Jesus, oh my he talks God, forever. We'll
0: talk about that. But
1: it's just because it's like this—it's just. The, the clunkiness of it makes it even scarier, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Except for that, it looks like boosters. So I was okay, mm-hmm. but that's the bad guy. Your big bad is also like a nothing character till the last five minutes. It's the last like, five minutes, and so you got to trade with this kid who we don't know anything about. Goes on you a know quest.
0: Nothing about except that
1: he, he's going to do it. He's
0: from the Plains People, and they hunt purple buffalo. And he's a child warrior. And he, yeah. everything is going to land on that this kid, kid. Never
1: hunted a buffalo. Yeah, say that right now.
0: Um. So then we find out that he's on a journey to find um this character named Morla.
1: Oh yeah. Who the... is
0: the ancient one? The Wait, wisest they... being in Fantasia whose home was in Shell Mountain.
1: Do we get there though? Th- no, so we, to... we don't get there yet. Okay, okay. So like, the okay, okay. So it's
0: just like this is the journey he's on. But then and this thing happens they they that this... I thought
1: happened this is there's not very many things I remember from this movie. But like this thing seems like yeah. it's something that's supposed to happen way late in the movie. It
0: seems like it's way late in the movie. When so you remember right it. before the scene, it's just showing some montages of a tree like Riding on his horse. Yeah. Going through some lands. Mm-hmm. Looking for Morla. Can't find Morla. And then all of a sudden, they're in this very muddy area. Yep. First of all, you haven't heard him talk to his
1: horse. Nope. You
0: haven't heard him do shit with that horse. He's just riding around. horse is not a character. With some, like, music in the background. No, you
1: don't know anything about that horse.
0: So it's very muddy. This is not sea biscuit. And the horse is trying to get through this thick-ass mud. It's thick. It's so thick. It's like a big old It's small. like a
1: tar pit. It looks like a tar pit. It kind of looks like t- quicksand. Like, it gives you this impression of, yeah. like... It's not quicksand, but when you're a kid, this is what you kind of thought of as quicksand. Um, question. Yeah.
0: there There's a narrator in the movie. What? I have notes that, like, someone was narrating. Who was narrating it? The kid, reading, some random kid reading it? I don't know. Now I can't. Now that's weird. Stop it.
1: Don't get... Anyway. There's too much... You can't... You're derailing me. I'm sorry. I can't think of this movie at all. It's insane. <laughs> um... No, but it goes into this pit thing, and you're just, like, "This is what you remember. This is the thing I remember about this movie, besides the rock biter guy, mm-hmm. is and the the the, the dragon dog, mm-hmm. but um, the this bog where this horse fucking bites it, it's horrifying. But
0: before that, though, right, so that we understand what happens, right. The kid or whoever's fucking reading the story whatever. out loud tells the- us the watcher, reader, whatever. Okay, uh, I don't care. Um, everyone knew. <laughs> That whoever let the sadness overtake them would sink into the swamp. Uh-huh. So it's basically like the sad swamp that if you feel sad, you're gonna fucking sink and die.
1: Which is just, a, I don't think, a very positive message about overcoming your, like, sadness and depression. Definitely
0: not. So then we see the horse... It's like, horse. buck
1: up, kid, or you're fucking sick and die.
0: Yeah, so we see the horse Put a smile sinking. on your face. And to me, it's like, why is the horse sad? Well, these... His r- name's Artax. Just
1: what? When, when was that ever established?
0: his name is Artex. He screams it, don't you remember? No, just, I he's thought like, he was the other. Artex! I thought I he was that. just like, mm-hmm. Sad
1: horse! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. say that?
0: No. Okay. So, apparently this horse is very sad, and he's like, fuck it. I would
1: be. He's going through this fucking thick God, mud. No, I
0: gotta carry this dumbass kid around. I think a kind of, you
1: know... It's trying to make a big old point about, don't be sad, but don't you think if you're a horse, like, this is the worst scenario you want to be walking in? Like, the mud is making the horse sad. It's it, it, that's, I don't think that's fair that he gets to die, because I think it's the mud directly that's making the horse sad, not yeah. anything else.
0: Thor's like, this is mud.
1: This yeah. mud sucks.
0: He's sad about the mud. Mm-hmm. So that's not fair. So a trainer tries to convince him, like, don't be sad. It's okay. He's like, buck up. So buck in up, horse. my mind... I have this memory of the horse's full fucking head going under that mud, and he's, like, dead.
1: Well, yeah, because but, this is like a, a, a horse murder in your mm-hmm. middle of your movie, to the mm-hmm. point where there's a rumor going on about this movie that, like, a, the horse really died on set, which is a, a false rumor. It's fake news, as uh, some would say. Um, but th- okay. it was... No. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, people think that this was... Because, it like, in a kid's movie, that that's kind of horrifying, right? But I think looking back on it now and you watch it, like whoa, we just met this horse. We just met this kid. I don't care about this horse. I don't
0: give a fuck about this horse.
1: I mean, it's still weird and unnerving, it but it's is. not like a character. It's not and like they they've established have... a relationship. It's bad, bad plotting. It's is what bad, it bad characterization. It's bad writing.
0: It's bad characterization. They don't show the horse going all the way under. No. It just like goes to black, and then like was the like all crying and
1: stuff. But don't worry. like Spoiler alert. That horse comes back. Right?
0: Um, So then, it's just like, okay, horse is gone and dead. Next scene, Shell Mountain, where we find Morla, the ancient one. And there's a little play on words here, where Shell Mountain is actually a giant turtle. Right, yeah. Turtle shell.
1: Which I liked seeing, I didn't remember this until it started happening, and then I kind of remember, because this is like, as a mega Ninja Turtles fan... There are, like, comics that have, like, legends of turtles. Like, there's, I there's a whole bunch of legends about giant turtles and what they represent and all that. But, anyway, so it's kind of cool to watch the scene. It's a big, giant uh, puppet head that's moving. Um, but then what's weird about this scene... Oh, we had to
0: pause it, yeah. rewind it, and look some stuff up online.
1: Yeah, because... So, as I kind of just mentioned earlier, it's like, apparently Steven Spielberg has, like, this amulet thing that Trey wears. Because the he... a Orin...
0: It's A U R Y N. Okay. But, and then the we
1: movie. looked it up that he had maybe worked on this or suggested some edits on it or something like that. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So he worked on it and he got this. He helped
0: edit the American version from the German okay. version. Okay. Cut out 10, 15 minutes gotcha. just to tighten some stuff
1: up. Right. So um, as a result, he got he has this very, you know, the, the amulet from the movie or whatever. So then there's this scene in uh, this never ending story where the turtle, uh, giant turtle head, sneezes on a You. And like sends him all the way back on the ground, and I thought, as look, as someone who's seen Jurassic Park uh, a thousand times, it was oddly very much like the Brachiosaurus sneezing and blowing snot all over Lexi in the trees in Jurassic Park, and I thought, there, has, like, this is where he got it. This is where because I, I don't believe that in the I, I read the book, but I don't I don't think there's a uh, someone could correct me send it into the corrections, but. um... <laughs> There's no scene in the book where Lexi gets sneezed on by a Brachiosaurus, and I think that Spielberg he was, he took this inspiration, because it's a little different, yes. but it's like a big animatronic Brachiosaurus that sprays snot all over yes. Lexi.
0: And even the turtle's like nose that he sneezes out of is like, kind of up above, above the head, the where the Brachiosaurus
1: head is, yeah. where the nose, right?
0: The, the Brachiosaurus in Jurassic Park and this turtle look really similar. Yeah, in the, in the
1: uh-huh. even that turtle had a long neck, too. I was just like, whoa, Spielberg, you're ripping off.
0: So that uh, was a great callback by Tyler to even remember that.
1: I was, was Good I, you. I, you know what? If I ever got a chance to interview Steven Spielberg, I believe my first question oh. will be like Brachiosaurus sourcing Tell me the truth. Did you take? Did you like get that inspiration from Neverending Story?
0: Oh my god! Please ask it. And let's scour the internet to see if it's been asked before. It
1: hasn't been asked before because there's no look because we looked this up. We thought we tried to find a no. connection. I assumed that someone would be on the internet with already this uh, connection. So if
0: you have but really no. good movie editing skills, please whip up a little YouTube video. Who are you talking There's not a
1: soul oh, listening. I have
0: fans, Tyler. No,
1: you don't. There's not I a soul have listening. Have fans. We I have fans. I have written movie reviews for more than a decade, and you know how many fans I have. You don't even read the articles. Okay, that's how many fans I have. Just saying.
0: It's a lot. You write a lot.
1: I'm just saying, There's nobody listening, so they're not gonna make a video.
0: So let's keep going on then to ourselves. Anyway, what was
1: that? What was that fucking scene about? The turtle told him to go somewhere. Oh, and he the went turtle
0: somewhere. was giving him the, telling him where to get the amulet, the arene
1: Right. Whatever. Arine Arine or whatever it's <laughs> called. Right.
0: Um. Let's see. So then, happens. like,
1: it keeps cutting back to like, like it keeps cutting out of the story to go back to this kid in the attic. Ugh. Which is a lot, and I look, again, I like this kid better than the kid in the adventure, but it's just serving no purpose. And frankly, you know, I don't like that in The Princess Bride either, where it keeps going back to Freddy Savage and all that. Mm-hmm. Just keep me in the story, I don't need to be bouncing back and forth with framing device, I'm mm-hmm. good. Like, I'm good, I don't need to do this. Let's it's just get nauseous. this fan It already took you, it jolted me all the hell, show me all those monsters when we first went in here. I don't need to be, keep going in and out, so I can't get my bearings, I don't like it.
0: You can't get my bearings. I can't
1: get my bearings, I need to have bearings when I'm watching a movie.
0: Yep, so it cuts back to the kid, where's this big storm rolling in, and then it cuts right back to the story. Um, oh, and
1: then we get to this. Oh my, this I can't. The fu- the fucking dog dragon. And I remember this. Everybody knows this character. They've seen the dog dragon on the <laughs> covers and stuff. And it, I, it. What's the name of him? Fal- Falcor. Falcor.
0: So here's here's the notes I had for this for you. Okay. Um, something's running for a tray with the wolf, and he's struggling through the swamp. So you can tell that Atreus, like, stressed out. He's getting sad. He's going to sink in that fucking swamp. We're going to back to that swamp again? Yeah. Jesus. Um, and then I have a note here, like, they clearly only made a head of the wolf. You talked about right, that. Right, a booster. Mm-hmm. Booster the wolf. Um. Probably the same head they use in the attic scene in the school that Tyler freaked out about. So there's another, like, there's, like, a stuffed... Wolf head in the attic. Oh Jesus! You
1: totally freaked out about. Remember? Like it's not. It's all just. It's uncomfortable. (laughs) Then
0: my immediate note after that is then Tyler is freaking out and grossed out by the dragon.
1: The luck dragon, Falcor, which is this. Okay, it's first of all not a dragon. Okay, it doesn't look remotely like a dragon. It looks like a fucking shaggy dog with some greasy pink hair. Is it pink? I don't even know. It's disgusting. It looks like it was like just born, but it's gigantic. It just looks like this. pupa little fucking, <laughs> I can't handle it.
0: You're a writer, <laughs> and these description <laughs> words you're using are off.
1: It's a pupa-looking, fucking a guinea pupa? pig-looking motherfucker. I don't like it. I don't like it. It does
0: look like a dog. And
1: it's got the dog face it's that looks like the ear. booster character, and it's got dog shaggy ears, mm-hmm. and look, I'm sorry, I know this is like an iconic little character for a lot of people out there, it freaks me the fuck out, I don't like it. I think it was kind of fun, but it's not George Takei.
0: Because he, he sounds like...
1: He's like, oh my. Oh my. <laughs> I don't think he says oh my, but every That's time I heard him, I was like, oh my. And I was kind of really hoping that it was. Mm-hmm. And then I thought maybe someone should make a YouTube clip of just all of his scenes replaced with George Takei. In mm-hmm. which case... If we do have... it, I don't care. They could hate us. Like, I want even a hater to go and make that uh, video, because that would be a great... Or maybe just, yeah, someone could get George Takai. He seems like a cool guy. He'd probably he do it. He
0: is a cool guy. Yeah, We're so... going to be best friends.
1: Okay, so yeah. Anyway, he can go in there and do the... Do the voiceover dub of this Falcor guy, because it already kind of sounds like it. I'm just boy. saying. Every time I couldn't handle it. It made it better. I would have said that about It wasn't as creepy, at least.
0: When you said that.
1: I couldn't, I didn't get as, um, I freaked out about it. yep yeah, um, so
0: Falcor wakes up as Atreyu's, uh starting to sneak out.
1: But then he, like, leaves? Like, this you is know, an all-powerful like, dragon thing, and he just takes, like, well, I'll see you later, bud. He's like, whatever. I think he's tired. How about fly him to the, the, the princess or whatever? childlike empress is it, that right they
0: made it seem like they were resting and recovering like they because it been a, knocked out while. it's a, a
1: pupa looking guinea pig it just was born it doesn't it needs to sleep
0: so then there's a scene uh-huh. of wherever the fuck they're at they're like meet um, those witch people right old lady and old man oh yeah very reminiscent of princess
1: bride which came out after right
0: well so then and i spent some time like searching like when did the princess bride come out Later. It came out after but the book came out before so
1: but it's like and i i know that the the Billy Crystal that all that is comedic in the Princess Right. Yeah, I understand this wasn't that, funny and though. no, I know that. But it, it, as a kid, when you watch all these movies at the same time, it feels like a very similar scene. Uh-huh. It just feels like oh, we're watching. Oh, we're watching. So then you're kind of expecting, like, hey, aren't you supposed to be kind of like funny right now?
0: But then you and I are like asking each other, like, is Princess Bride making fun of this?
1: It could be, and that's the thing. I mean. Is they, that- it could be making fun of that. Maybe that's what it is. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I, it was very strange. It seems like it would be a deep pull, but uh-huh. I guess this was a hit movie, so maybe it's not such a deep pull.
0: Both of these Neverending Story and Princess Bride were based on books, right. that I haven't read. Maybe I should put this on my list
1: to read. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if they're a bunch. Of, I know that the author of the Neverending Story was not very happy with this movie. He was
0: furious because it
1: was only they only filmed about half of it. Um, uh-huh. They only put half of it in the movie. And then I guess that sequel kind of used some of it, but it wasn't the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then there was a third movie, I don't even remember at all, mm-hmm. that was all new stuff. So he wasn't very happy with what they ended up using in
0: mm-hmm. anyway. For one of, and one of the things he's unhappy with are these two phoenix, uh, nope, sphinx. Phoenix. Um, yeah, yeah well, we'll get
1: to the sphinxes. So when we're,
0: well, looking, ho- yeah. when we're looking at the old guy, yeah. we come in, we're, we're okay, we yeah. zooming into him. The old guy's drawing some stuff. In he's box. drawing porn. And it looks like two women
1: creatures facing each he's other. He's drawing porn. With... With Boobs, the they got out. boobs, yeah, big old titties. Yeah, he's drawing porn. He's drawing porn in this PG movie. Here's just some tits. for you you. first Kids. you're
0: like, what the fuck was that? Okay, yeah, it's, we it's really
1: fast, but you're just like, okay, okay, that's unusual. That was weird. He's a creepy old man. I get it, but you know, weird, right? Mm-hmm. So then I don't know. There's some stuff they talk about there's or whatever, some and then stuff they but, talk but then about. he's like, they say like you gotta go to the sphinx, these sphinx statues, mm-hmm. and you gotta go down there and they'll only let people who are worthy, or they're confident in themselves? Oh my god,
0: the phrasing was so goddamn confusing. Did we go so back? Like, I don't remember. The Sphinx's eyes stays closed until someone right. who does not feel his own worth tries to pass by. Which life.
1: sounds like they're trying to be negative, but I think they're saying like, it's a positive, like, you need to be confident in yourself to get by, yes. right?
0: Like, what does that mean? So someone who's not confident, not cocky?
1: They don't feel your worth, insinuating that you have worth. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so that makes more sense. If you think of it that way, it just seems like there's a better way to word that so it's, like, more of a stronger message to kids. Like, yes. unless you feel, they'll open your eyes if you don't feel your own value, if you don't yes. feel confident in yourself and your don't abilities. feel your own worth. It's kind of a real roundabout way of get into
0: that. And if they open their eyes, they, like, laser blow and, you And off.
1: sure enough, we get a they, they see some knight guy who's got all full-fledged knight armor on go down there, and he's clanging, clanging down there. And sure enough, the lights, the laser eyes open up and burns that guy crisp, motherfucker to crisp.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's well, not really. They, the armor's still there. It seems like right. He's
0: crispy
1: though. Oh, yeah, he's crisped mm-hmm. up. But um, so that guy didn't feel his worth or whatever. No, yeah, and <laughs> overcompensating tra- with the armor, oh, sure. Clearly, and um, the
0: train is just like, hmm, interesting. I'm gonna try. Yeah, and the old guy's like. No, I haven't told you about the next gate. It's even worse.
1: He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm cool. I killed purple buffalo, even though I don't think he ever has.
0: So the message there <laughs> is got to believe in yourself. <laughs> right. You can't have self-doubt. And uh, I wrote here, Tyler is all, that's
1: fucked up. It is! Like, let's punish someone who feels uh, not confident. So we already got this horse dying, because, like, it made it depressed. It's sad. So sadness is something that you should just die. Sorry. And then this one's just like, if you don't feel very confident in yourself, we're gonna burn you to a fucking crisp, you piece of shit. You
0: piece of shit. What
1: a negative comment. And then, not only are we gonna burn you to crisp, it's gonna be some fucking big-titted, weird, gross uh, Sphinx lady, which is totally inappropriate for kids. It has nipples!
0: So, Atreyu walks up, I thought I was gonna
1: shoot lasers out of the nipples! There's
0: these two giant Sphinx Concrete looking things, and they yeah. have these like boob
1: job tits, and they're boob job tits. They're oh, not even like they don't look horse. natural, and I don't like boob. I mean,
0: no bro no judgment,
1: but it just they no don't bra. look like it's not a good boob job. They're
0: just big old boobs with yeah. nipples.
1: Yeah, straight in, straight out. I mean, not straight out, but they're there. They're worth. Uh-huh. They're worse than Batman and Robin's and, and Batman uh, and Robin.
0: That was one of the things that the off the writer of the book was like, "That's pornographic." I'm with that guy. And f- that it is. disgusting. It's what gross.
1: It it's just, because it, it doesn't look, it just, it's really out of place. You notice it immediately, and you're just like, oh, look, maybe I'm a perv, maybe not. But I'm just saying, I noticed it, and I don't think I'm the only one that probably would have noticed it watching it. Mm-hmm. it. It's distracting. It's so distracting. But And anyway, I don't understand this gate thing anyway. It's not like these things are surrounded by a wall. It seems like you could walk it's around like, these
0: just things. Just fucking walk around. Just go
1: around the thing. Like, there's a whole open desert. Like, what's going no. to happen to go there? Is it more mud? Like, I get it there's mud, but yeah. no, they can just go around it. Anyway, he gets through it. Is this before? So no, then,
0: he doesn't quite get through it. He starts freaking out and oh, he's looking yeah. at his big titties. And he's it's like, oh. oh my god, I'm going to do this. <laughs> and then the old guy's like, don't doubt yourself. Be confident. Then the eyes start to fucking blast at him. Oh, yeah. And he just runs through it. So technically like, he failed. Bam, bam, going to run through these But
1: technically, technically he failed, though. So Buffalo he boy failed. failed. He yeah. wasn't confident. He just got lucky, essentially, because those lasers were slow. Mm-hmm. But then, okay, so then is that point? Is that after? So he gets through or whatever, but then that old guy starts like harassing his wife to no end, right?
0: Oh, that was before that. He's like, hey, old
1: wench. Oh, he calls her old wench a bunch oh, of times. Lots and of time. Like, worse than uh, me call saying you're jealous of Evangeline Lily. You know what I mean? That's, that's real sexist behavior. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? The other thing I, I, I think you. Uh, I like Evangeline Lily because she reminds me of you.
0: That's cute.
1: Both cute, I think. That's, That's adorable. All. That's why.
0: Side note Tyler has not had alcohol tonight. That no. was a sober free compliment. Yeah, there you go.
1: Angeline Lily and you, I think you look alike and they're, you're both pretty.
0: Tyler needs to wear glasses, but I like him better when he doesn't wear
1: glasses. I have glasses. Because your vision is clearly blurry. So, but yeah, that guy's a dick to his wife. A lot of dicks in this oh. movie. A lot of dicks. Yeah. I'm so, gonna... wait, then they, so then they go is that is it right after that do we go to the next gate? Or something um... else happened?
0: They, he talks to for a little bit, and then- where
1: is, So he just shows up again?
0: Yeah, he's Motherfucker. Like, hey, bud.
1: Fly us over all oh this. Oh,
0: my. I nearly got
1: shot by lasers with a some a fake boob job of Sphinx. Can you maybe just fly me to the thing? We got running out of time. Yeah.
0: So next is the magic mirror gate, where he has okay. to face his true self. Yeah. So he walks up to the snowy, icy mirror. This is supposed
1: to be harder? Seems easier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't understand the goal. Like, what are you supposed to achieve by looking in the mirror? Like, not. I don't know. Sure. But so he looks in the mirror. It's the slowest fucking ass scene.
1: Is this the part where he sees the kid reading the book? And he
0: sees the kid reading the book, and the uh-huh. kid yeah. realizes that it's. Him in the book, so that he chucks the book across the attic because he's like, "What the?
1: <laughs> oh, I like that chuck. It's very spirited. It's, it's the most very spirited, very spirited performance in the movie. This kid chucking this giant book across a room in the attic. I like that.
0: And the kids all, "What if they? What if they really do know about me in Fantasia?
1: Yeah, and he freaks out about that.
0: Atrio puts his hand up on the
1: mirror, mm-hmm. and then he walks through the mirror. Yeah. Well, that kind of there's a there's a scene like that in the Last Jedi with the uh, Ray the looking in the cave. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder very... if that's a callback to the never ending story. Ask Ryan Johnson. Probably. He's on Twitter and he doesn't mind it when people yell at him for ruining Star Wars. Yes. Which I like Last Jedi, by the way, and those people are wrong. But people he's pretty nice to the people that hate him. Yes. So good for him, Ryan. Good for Ryan Johnson for being cool.
0: Yeah.
1: I think he made an awesome movie, but that's me.
0: So then it goes back to the
1: kid yep. who's in the attic. Last Jedi's pretty good.
0: And for some reasons it's really dark. It's unclear if it's now nighttime and he's still at school or if it's just dark from the storm. And the kid happens to find a bunch of fucking candles and light them, so mm-hmm. the attic's all like lit by candle, which is just weird. You know those
1: porgs could fit into The NeverEnding Story pretty good? The what? The porgs from The, the Last porgs. Jedi.
0: Which ones are those?
1: Those are the little bird things. They're kind of like, they would fit into The NeverEnding Story pretty good. Oh. I'm pro-porg too, by the way. Yeah, Tyler's
0: pro-porg, you can go ahead and write that one down. Hashtag
1: poor, uh, poor pro porg, For porgs, they're poor.
0: Oh, so then we go back to a train. I'm uh-huh. Just going to keep us moving forward through this little plot. You can tell me if you just want to. I lost jump it.
1: Off. I, I lost interest at in this point. <laughs>
0: you definitely did. <laughs> so then he's talking to a blue, also-titted sphinx.
1: Oh, oh the yeah, sphinx. Oh, and the, but I thought the boobs were like a little more natural on this one. And there's two. Didn't but, you?
0: No, they're like the same.
1: I Thought it was a little better. Like they were a little less less inappropriate. I don't remember now. They're just a little bit smaller, a little okay. bit like, I'm not trying to show off my boobs. Maybe it's because it was blue, so you can see it as well. Oh, long, maybe. That's fair. possible. Wait, so wait. So what was the guy warning about? The second, the seeing himself through the gate? Or are we talking mm-hmm. about this gate being more arduous? Because this is a gate with sphinxes.
0: No, That's different than the it was the mirror. Was
1: okay. The thing was but this in. one's pretty easy, though. It's just like, oh, come on through, isn't it? This blue one?
0: Well, he made it through the gate by making it through the mirror. I think he had to walk into himself and not be totally terrified by what he saw. I don't get it.
1: Because, like, what does that mean? He just threw the book. I, don't, I Okay.
0: Anyway, so he's talking to the Sphinx, and he's uh-huh. like, are you the Southern Oracle? Um. So, yeah, he's this other, the Sphinxes are these other oracles, so he's trying to get questions answered. So they tell him
1: mm-hmm.
0: the emp- to solve this whole thing, mm-hmm. the nothing, to get rid of the nothing.
1: Bad thing that's ruining everything, destroying everything. It's
0: sucking everything up and destroying everything. Mm-hmm. Um. That the Empress needs a new name. And okay, yep. No one from Fantasia can do it. Got it. Only a human child can give her a new name, um, and it has to be a child like beyond from beyond the boundaries. And it of seems Fantasia. like this
1: kid reading the book doesn't quite get it right here. It's just no, like he's, he's like, talking about. I
0: don't understand. He's like,
1: like, oh man, how's how are how they gonna find this kid? It's like motherfucker, it's you.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, if Didn't you want to save it. the world, you gotta hurry. Yeah, and the kid's clearly not getting because,
1: it because well, he guess he fell for that reverse psychology. So you gotta mm. think he's not working on the.
0: It's
1: not, he's not operating on all cylinders.
0: So then Falco shows up again. He's all, like, don't worry.
1: Oh my. Oh my. Don't yeah.
0: worry. We'll reach the boundaries of Fantasia. Because they have to find a child beyond the boundaries.
1: The rock guy comes back, right?
0: They get to the nothing. A tree falls off of Falco. He loses his little special necklace thing. Of course he does. Um, the, and then back to the kid. The storm blows the window open. So we were trying to, like, the stories are starting to together a little Right. Bit. This,
1: yeah. There's a lot of unner- un- uneasiness going along. To was, which I'm
0: asking, why isn't the kid taking the book home to read? It's the fucking. It's now it's nighttime. Cause well, okay. You see the windows open. I understand what your.
1: Po- I understand your point about like going home when it's dark. Right now, like he doesn't want to go out in the storm. So once it starts storming, you're probably gonna hunker down. I'm just saying.
0: In a creepy ass attic. Well, in you're not school?
1: gonna. Well, you're not gonna go home. and You're not supposed to go outside in a lightning storm.
0: And it's so weird because I guess he would have to go through the city and.
1: Yeah. Look. Stuff. Terrible idea. I think once you're committed. To and, stay in there. And
0: I think that's a good note that his dad clearly doesn't give a fuck where he is.
1: Well, he could be looking for him for as far as I you know. don't think so.
0: It sounded like my impression when the dad was left, it was like, see you in a few days, kid. See so you yeah,
1: after that killer clown kills you in the sewer. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um. Okay, so let's just get to this. There's like, they finally get to the wolf thing, the green-eyed booster guy, mm-hmm. and this is when the movie really starts just like, hey... All right, you know how we've been, like, hinting at, like, our message here? We're just going to spell it all out in a real lengthy monologue from oh, our villain. yes. And maybe you can spell this out a little bit. He goes into this, what the nothing is, what it represents, mm-hmm. and why we're doing it, and why everything's getting sucked in. Yeah. What, what's the message here? It's a very child, children's storybook. It's like, here's the lesson. Like, what, what was the, I don't know if I wrote down the whole thing.
0: His name's Gamork.
1: Okay. He's the
0: black, scary wolf. Okay. And he says something along the lines of, Brave warrior, blah, blah, blah. Then you fight the nothing. Fantasia has no boundaries. Mm -hmm. Foolish boy. Don't you know anything about the world of human fantasies? Every part, every creature is a piece of the dreams and hopes of mankind. So we're getting real deep. We're talking about the dreams and hopes of mankind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Therefore, it has no boundaries. Because people have begun to lose their hopes and forget their dreams. So the nothing grows stronger. It's the emptiness that's left it's like a despair destroying this world and i have been trying to help it but but why i ask um because people who have no hopes are easy to control and whoever has the control has the power and it's like who the fuck are you
1: yeah pretty much like he's just like this what the fuck dude like (laughs)
0: and the wolf's like i am the servant behind the power of the nothing i was sent to kill the only one who could have killed the nothing I lost him in the swamps. His name is Atreyu.
1: He's like, oh, my well, shit, that's me. <laughs> and
0: then Atreyu's like, well, if we're about to die, I'd rather die fighting.
1: So, I mean, this is the Come whole thing. Come for me!
0: I am Atreyu!
1: Yeah, that's, like, the only spirited thing he ever says. But it, it's, like, this whole thing of, like, you know, you lose hope, then the nothingness gets you, right? Mm-hmm. It, like, I, it's, it's very spelled out, but at the same time, it's, like, when you think about this, it's, like, what is this message? Like, are we saying, like... I know Let's it's about dreams. About it. What is the message? Well, you know, it's about dreams and then what we ultimately learn about the never-ending story. But, um, which is also kind of messed up if you think of, it's been the too never long. The never-ending
0: story! Right. Um
1: Sorry. But, like, it, it's just, like, if you lose hope, then there's just nothing. Is, is it, like, a religious thing? Are we talking about, like, if you lose faith, you're gonna, like, you're gonna let nothingness, like, soak you up? And, like, you, there's no afterlife? If you just, hey, if you don't believe in anything, guess what? There's nothing. Or you have to, like, kind of believe, and and it's, I mean, it's about hope and all that other, I mean, real shallow stuff, but, like, you should keep hope and dream and dream big and all that stuff. But, I mean, you could really, like, listen to this dog and try to probably slit your wrists after watching it.
0: I think you could write some essays on it, maybe, instead of slitting your wrists. Okay. But I think what really stood out to me in this day and age was the part where he says, because people who have no hopes are easy to control
1: right
0: yeah and that kind of makes me think of this day and age and trump and i think that the people that he not to get political the people that he targeted were people who are feeling
1: hopeless <coughs> yeah
0: people who are feeling like nobody's taking care of me and they don't have hope they feel like they've been left behind and i feel like those just like this fucking wolf says those are the people that are easy to control they no longer have any hopes so now you can convince them of fucking anything and who those who have and as the wolf says whoever has the control has the power that's yeah. essentially how Trump won the fucking election.
1: All right. But <laughs> that reminds me, we talked about Sorry to Bother You, which is it lands on a really interesting thing toward the end of just like this idea of like if you get someone used to something long enough, it's not uh, so outrageous or it's not so crazy or you're just able to accept the bad.
0: It's learned helplessness.
1: Yeah. And, ooh, there's, what chapter is that in?
0: Chapter two, cool. Psychology 101 Learned Helplessness. Nice. It's the reason why. Elephants and circuses don't try to escape because they brutalize them at first, but then they can take the chains off. Except
1: for when they stomp on some motherfuckers every now and again, which is <laughs> yeah. great.
0: Which is you're like, yes, go elephant. Got one. But learn helplessness.
1: Right. So, I mean, it's, I mean, not to lose track, but it just it's interesting that I watch <laughs> these two things that kind of end on this. So, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Like, it gets heavy. It's, it's very heavy-handed because it's just trying to spell it out. But at the same time, you're just like, whoa. Hold up! What the fuck is this wolf trying to tell me? What like, is <laughs> <movie>? <laughs> like you're just like, okay, man, you're getting heavy.
0: And for like a kids'
1: movie, yeah, it's really getting into some. I mean, Pixar don't get this dark. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> it's, uh, it's some like maybe they do, but they do it a little more nuanced. I guess this is just telling you, like, okay, hey, you remember we killed that horse earlier? We'll do it. Hey, we'll do yeah. it again. We'll do it again I if feel we like have it's
0: to. The, like the early introduction to existentialism for. For pubes, it
1: <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, it, it is kind of like this mind blowing little moment. Where you're just like, all right, this is uh, really going somewhere. And
0: mm-hmm. but then
1: it just evolves into like the wolf is going to attack him.
0: The and the next scene is so fast.
1: Well, he shanks him, right? Like, like, he just gets him brow, in the side.
0: There's dirt, dust.
1: They clearly didn't Captain have a full
0: stabbed in the underbelly. Yeah, by they, a trail. they just
1: had a head of this thing, so they couldn't have a fight, right? But we're just
0: like. Why was the budget so... The budget was outrageously... Well,
1: this is this a big... Movie. That's a big effect. To have a full-functioning thing that's fighting... I mean, I could see why you wouldn't have that in 84.
0: But the budget's so big for this thing, but... Or, or so low for this wolf. Right. Which is, like, the climax I just, of Maybe the movie. they couldn't do it. But then they have so much budget for this fucking Falkor. They built, like, two whole fucking Falkor so doesn't have to move,
1: like, that much. Well, he flies, but I don't think that's as much of... I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. So now... And it's then, it's that's really it. fast. It's It's done. just, like...
0: Bam, bam, stabbed.
1: It's, yeah, it's, really, it's well, just Well, clearly, is a very good warrior. I, yeah, I guess. I, I guess. still don't think he got any buffalo, but whatever.
0: So, then immediately after that, is underwater swimming
1: mm-hmm.
0: with much better effects than the ones we just saw. Before. Why is he swimming again? He's going underwater to get the emulate thing.
1: Oh, he dropped, right?
0: Yeah, that he dropped. But then
1: everything goes haywire. The nothing comes in there in space, basically. Everything gets destroyed. Mm-hmm. Like, everything, they, it fails, right? They haven't done anything. For some for-
0: reason, at this point in the movie, you asked, um... Is this the anti-sleeping pill movie? We want... Oh, because it was talking about people dreaming? Or not dreaming? Where were, well, where were you going with that?
1: Oh, I was just like... um, Oh, yeah, because, like... <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but some people either... Well, it's one or the other. Some people who are on, like, sleeping pills either dream a lot. Or they don't dream very much at all. So I was just speculating, like, is this movie, like about, <laughs> like, oh, you know, like, you don't, if you want to dream, like, you want to sleep into nothing, you don't want ba- sleeping into nothingness, you want to have dreams, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I was just, I was weirded out, so I was just speculating about some stuff. I didn't even write that down, so I don't know why I said it. <laughs> I did, it. It was funny. Cool. <laughs> um,
0: then there's some cool effects of everything getting blown away, so there's, like, all this, like, rocks, and... This is a
1: real Infinity War moment, only they don't cut off the movie right at the... Everything getting disintegrated part.
0: Yeah, everything starts blowing up and, like, getting Spoilers sucked Spoilers for in. Infinity War, I guess. Everybody knows that already. Okay. So then, like, all the land is So gone, nothing's
1: right? there. They're in space with some they're rocks rolling. It's just that uh, wormy guinea pig-looking dog thing. Falcor,
0: Right. You're, you're and such an asshole sometimes.
1: <laughs> it's creepy. And, you know, he's like, oh my, the whole world's oh, gone. My. And uh, Trey's there. And they're... so the only thing that's still left is the castle. Well, oh, thank God. Uh, with... <laughs> Hold
0: on. I, I... I get a quote, also another thing you
1: just that, said, that I said while watching. Okay. So,
0: like, the ivory tower shows up, yeah. and they're starting to go towards it, and Tyler says, Nope, don't need you to wink at me, you fucking <laughs> creepy wiener dog monster. Let me say that
1: again. <laughs> nope, oh, don't need you to
0: wink at me, you fucking creepy, weird dog monster. I think I wrote
1: that down because he they freaked me out. He winked. He, like, made a wink. I'm like, it's okay, man. We're going to go get the castle. Wink, wink, wink. I was like, nope, don't wink at me. Never wink at me again. That's freaky. This movie is fucking nightmares, man. I can't handle it.
0: So, Atriya finally shows up uh-huh. with this childlike empress. Oh, yeah. She's all like, why do you look so sad? he's all, I failed you. And she's all, no, you haven't. You brought him with you. And
1: he's like, who? And this is a really familiar scene. But at the same time, it must be just the memory of the later movie. Because the later movie, like, it's new actors because they've all aged out. So Mm -hmm. I just, they don't look right to me. And it's probably because I just probably remember that sequel more.
0: Probably.
1: Um, But yeah, so this scene is like the big ending where we learn about what the never-ending story is. What is the never-ending story? What
0: is the never-ending story? Right.
1: I'm asking you. I'm
0: asking you. I don't I don't think it was answered.
1: Okay, no, the never ending story is like uh, when you're the kid is the watch you're watch the kid's reading the story and they're insinuating that like that story is being told. That kid's story is gonna be told, and then someone else is gonna watch that story, and then that story is being told, which is a real bottle like uh very meta. Oh yeah. It's just like one thing stacked on top of each other, it's like suggesting like oh someone's watching that kid because we're the audience, we're watching we're watching the kid. So that
0: means probably someone's watching us. So then us. we got... Like, right now, someone's listening to us, right. and we're talking about the movie. And then that, that person, oh my God, someone's watching the that thing. Story.
1: So it's just, like, the never-ending story because it's stacking on top of each other. The story that keeps being passed along because other people are doing it, they're adding their own experience of reading it, they're adding their own incorporated aspect of it, which is, I mean, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it would be, like, cooler if it was, like, part of the movie more. Like, if it, like all, if these, all these ideas were kind of, like, dispersed in the movie in a proper way, like, it would be kind of really interesting. It, it's still kind of interesting, it's just that, like, you're like, oh, okay, wow. Like, let's let's explore this. I want to see like some aliens watching that kid all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Let's like get yeah, just, like, like the, the Simpsons like, aliens.
0: Simpsons, yeah. yeah,
1: and just like have them then, like with their little tink- tinkering and they're watching down below. You know. So that's the never-ending story. And this is finally when the kid realizes, like, oh, he's like, it doesn't. They don't mean me. They're like basically yelling out to him, like, hey, kid, can you please mm-hmm. give me a new name so we can end this shit. And he's
0: all like, he doesn't understand. He simply can't imagine that one little boy could be that important. And the kid's like, is it really me? Come on, dude. Maybe he doesn't know what he has to do. What does he have to do? He has to give me a new name. He's already chosen it. He just has to call it out.
1: Oh, yeah. It's not
0: real. It's just a story. And then, bam, it's like some nothing shit happens. And Trey immediately gets killed. He's, like, fucking gone. And then the little Empress lady's like... Bastion, which apparently is the name of the kid. Right. Why don't you do what you dream? Uh-huh. But I can't. I have to keep my feet on the ground like my dickhead dad just he's lectured me dick. about this morning. Man, that's
1: and a dick And she's all, dad.
0: Bastion, please save us. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. I'll save you. And the name he picked out, he references earlier.
1: It's his mom's name. It's
0: his mom's name. Right. And then this is really weird. He's all, Moonchild.
1: His mom could have been Moonchild. <laughs> his
0: mom's name's Moonchild. Just Odd.
1: This is a well, odd name. It's the '80s. The mom was a, a child hippie? of the '60s, so German,
0: a German hippie.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Moonchild's probably that's okay. fine. Yeah, it could be. In, that's. I mean, it's. I mean, it's not maybe not a name everybody has, oh, but mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. So again, yeah, name is Moonchild, and uh, that's the, they save everything all of a sudden. Everything comes back. Yeah. Including that horse. So Trey was riding that horse again. Although he's out of the movie after this, which odd. You've been following a this whole time, and then once the Bastion kind of takes over was out on his horse running, so why you don't even get a close-up buffalo. You're
0: from, like, a helicopter shot oh, above yeah. him. Yeah, then, and
1: it's like, well, see he you later, Atreyu. Wins. He's going back to slaughter some more buffalo.
0: Yeah, fucking dick.
1: I don't think he's ever killed a buffalo, but that's me.
0: Did you see him slash that wolf? He shanked he's
1: him, and it was a lucky clearly shot. Clearly he's a good oh, warrior. Whatever, that booster thing just kind of, like, ugh, like lunged at him with one s- slow move. I, it, I mean, I would have shanked that thing, too, and I don't know how to kill a buffalo, so I could see it.
0: So then um, Bastion little boys asked what his next wish is. Because apparently it was a wish that made, you know, wishes, dreams, hopes, everything. Yeah, and you know what my wish would Fantasia be? When Fantasia came back.
1: Like, Never see wishes. that fuck, my fucking dickhead dad again is what I, my next wish would be if it was that kid.
0: So then he and <laughs> <laughs> come, are flying through the city. Dragon wiener
1: dog looking guinea pig. It's a wiener dog scene. too. It's a wiener dog dragon. It's, it's so long.
0: And the kid's shouting... Because um, we see the little. It's like the shaggy asshole. dog
1: with a wiener dog. <laughs>
0: Stop! <laughs> in yeah, a Guinea pig this. color.
1: It's fucking gross. You've covered these details. <laughs> it's gross.
0: So the kid trails down like we're gonna get you guys. Then the, oh, he goes
1: up to the bullies with the fucking goes up to the bullies, wiener dog, yeah. Yes.
0: And then the bullies jump into the dumpster, and then Falcor laughs a terrifying laugh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't,
0: can't
1: even do it. Don't laugh at me. Oh my. Don't <laughs> Don't laugh at me, like you that. fucking wiener dog. You leave me alone. No. And
0: then the mysterious wiener w-
1: dog is supposed to whimper and like have a yippy thing. They're not supposed to bark like this.
0: Oh, and then the mysterious narrator says and he had many other adventures, but that's another story. To which I oh, wrote yeah. Who the fuck is narrating?" I wrote that
1: too. So there was a, but you wrote down earlier that there was other narration no, during I was the... just
0: noting to myself because I was like noticing somebody was telling so some about the So someone else plot.
1: is telling the story. Like it was blowing my mind again. So okay.
0: There you go. That was the whole plot. I pretty much took notes throughout the whole movie.
1: You're so either There's one of two things happen with Bastion. Number one is that this guy at the bookstore knew this kid was having some trouble, gave him this book to, like, get some magical powers, blah, 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 save some magical world, whatever. But wouldn't that story happen again if someone else read it? I'm just saying. Like, it just starts over. It's the never-ending story. It turns into a different story. So either that's what happened, and he gets to have the fucking wiener dog, the monster man, kill his bullies, and fire his dad into a pit. Uh, Or... This is the book that finally broke his psyche and he's lost his mind completely and he's just making up fantasies where Wiener Dogs are attacking the bullies and he's alone he's gonna sit alone in this attic until he rots away because he's lost his mind. That's one of two things that happened. Oh what happens God. in part two?
0: Is this like a case study <laughs> of like childhood
1: schizophrenia? I don't know. What is part two was part two star with that basting kid or is it something else? I
0: think so. Okay, cool. I'm not sure. That
1: makes me feel better. I he's not, can't remember. He didn't just like cripple up and die in that attic then? It's That's just. A great question. I'm just saying, like, if someone else, like, made this movie now, some asshole, they'd be like, let's put a twist on it where, like, it was all in his head, and he went crazy, and he's a murderer now. Like, it's just, this is, like, the prequel, this is how Michael Myers became Michael Myers or some shit, you know what I mean?
0: It does follow Bastion again.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It makes me feel better that he's, uh...
0: And in a tree. Okay. I don't know if it's the same oh, actor.
1: God. No, it's six years... I don't know. I I, I... I think we... So that was the thing we discussed. Like, were we gonna watch just this one movie... We're watching both for the episode, and clearly we're, like, an hour 12, you know, more than enough to cover in one episode. Maybe we'll return to Never Ending Story uh, to a later date. I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll let the, the non-listeners uh, decide that at some point.
0: It's all different actors.
1: Yeah. Um. So, yeah. What did you... Th- I mean, I'll just say that, like, this was... I clearly remember this movie. I watched it a lot. I don't have an affection for it loved it let's watch it again <laughs> I just I Seriously. found it like clearly whatever it was whenever I watch it and like imprint on me like other things because for this for the screening I was not enchanted mostly freaked out
0: <laughs> I think a lot imprinted on me yeah I loved the like reading the book and then there's this whole world
1: I don't think it's bad I'm not, not saying bad. it's bad
0: I yeah the horse scene the wolf the Falcor, the dragon, the, I, prin- the yeah. princess, the like, becoming part of the book you're reading. Yeah,
1: all I, good memories. It's I, I, it's a clunky movie plotting wise, <laughs> but I can see how kids would latch onto it. I could see how I would would have probably watched it several times because it's got a lot of just crazy shit going on. I could see someone who likes this stuff probably more than I do latching onto it. That's why you enjoyed it so much this next time. Yeah, to me, I'm just like, wow, this is fucking creepy. But that's okay. I'm not like, I'm not mad at it.
0: <laughs> um, the back, the box office, the film yeah. performed poorly in the
1: box office in the states or everywhere. Grossing um,
0: about twenty million in the U.S. box office. Okay. I'm um, against a production budget of what was twenty-seven
1: million in U.S. money. It probably, did it? It probably made
0: well almost five million people went to see it in Germany. Okay. A number rarely achieved by German productions,
1: and they made, eventually made a sequel. This thing must have rented, right? Like, yeah,
0: and yeah. so it made twenty million over in
1: Germany too. Okay, yeah, that's so good.
0: forty million for a twenty-seven million budget. Well, so maybe
1: when I don't know, there wasn't maybe there wasn't other big markets back then. I don't know. It, the it sound there's a lot of information in, like, about world...
0: Spain and France,
1: but there's not a worldwide figure there.
0: There is not.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, clearly they, they found a way to make money out of it, I guess, because they eventually went back to the well, but... Um, it did win some awards back in, back in like the day. Award, like, did it get any makeup Not or any visual awards. effects oh, oh, nominations or anything like that? No Oscar nominations for makeup or visual effects?
0: I wonder if it wasn't eligible because it was, like, a German movie. Uh, Shouldn't be a thing, but I don't know. It won a Bambi Award for National Film, Golden Screen Award saturn award
1: okay saturn's exciting um,
0: for best performance by a young actor noah hathaway was noah hathaway bastion
1: i would think it's bastion right
0: no it's a trio that Get the. F- that was a terrible award um brazilian film award for best production cool film award in gold for best production design yeah those were the ones that won
1: okay
0: i mean um, it- on home media it came out on Laserdisc. nice Tyler had a laser we disc. We had a laser disc.
1: Player. I don't know if we ever watched The Ending Story, but we had a laser disc. And I remember one of the movies we had was Titanic. And that fucking movie had like three laser discs. And you had to flip those things over to get half one on one side. There's a lot of flipping going on watching Titanic. Even if you bought the tape of Titanic, it was just two tapes. Like, you didn't have to do as much work watching the tape of Titanic. We had the discs of the laser disc of Titanic. Uh,
0: there was a Future episode Titanic. Future episode. There was a 2001 release on DVD. Pretty certain that's the DVD oh, yeah. we have. This
1: is definitely the one that we
0: have. bought in two thousand three, probably. Re- yeah,
1: took the packaging off when we watched it this time.
0: So it's been sitting on our shelves for fifteen years. <laughs> yeah,
1: we never watched it. The, the sequel still currently has its wrapping on it. <laughs> we'll get to that eventually.
0: Um, the first Blu-ray release, okay, um, was a region-free Dutch edition. Nice. In it, March, tw- two thousand seven. Is there
1: a region one
0: Blu-ray? There is a. That came out in twenty ten. A okay. region A Blu-ray is that we just asked.
1: I said region one. I don't know if that's the same as region A. But uh, region one's us. Yep. Cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Recent German releases feature the original Klaus Duldinger soundtrack with okay. the original English audio track.
1: Because you said, oh yeah, because earlier in the episode you mentioned that the American version of the song, we put the lyrics on there. There was not not lyrics on there. I don't think that
0: song was part of it. It oh. was just the score. They
1: had no oh, lyrical okay.
0: words in any of the soundtrack. Gotcha. Of the German edition.
1: Neato, gang. Yes. Yeah, no, I mean, I, this seems like a movie that our generation seems to have adopted, because then, like, yeah, all those punk bands decided to, like, have... There's that band, Atreyu, that New Newfound Glory song, I mean...
0: Atreyu is such a cool name, it's too bad that actor... Hopefully a never-ending story is more of a badass. Again, I can't
1: remember. You know what's gonna happen, by the way? You're gonna... The second you sign this uh, this podcast up for Twitter, that actor is gonna just blast the shit out of you on there. Aww.
0: He's, he's gonna be like terrible? you.
1: You're a dick. I worked my like I I with clinical depression. I was on cocaine. I was doing my best. The director was a dick to me. He's really and now cr- your podcast really? is gonna hurt. Like it's gonna. You think you, you think you're better than me? Is what he's gonna say. And I'm gonna be like, you know what? Yeah, Angela is an asshole, and she you she deserves to. You, you should apologize to him.
0: He was a former teen idol. He was on the TV series Battlestar Galactica.
1: The old one. Uh huh. Did he have a lot of episodes? I'm not sure. Huh, that kind of seems like a thing. Now that we're talking, maybe we should have done some research on he that. He
0: began commercials at age three.
1: Cool. He didn't do much after this, though, yeah? Or was Battlestar, Battlestar after this? No, it was, it was before it. Mm-hmm.
0: In later roles, he starred in Troll as Harry Potter Jr.
1: That's not a... Okay. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Troll 2 is, like, the famed, like, infamous, but it's not really related to the first Troll. It's not... Yeah, anyway. Ooh.
0: And then he didn't return to acting until 94 in the film To Die, To Sleep. Okay. In his first adult role.
1: Cool. Well, I mean, it's not like a lot of child actors at the time would go on to much anyway, but um, yeah. No, I don't know.
0: What is this? Oh, and two. Oh, we I don't know. think it's his We fault. have to find this. In 2016, he reprised his never-ending story role for a Spotify commercial celebrating the 1980s.
1: Cool. We must find that commercial. Look, look at it. Okay. Yes. I don't think he's, like, I don't. I don't think it's really his fault. I'm just saying. It's a he wooden roll. He was role. so cute, though. It's His a wooden roll. long, role. silky, dark hair. Be careful. That's a child you're speaking of.
0: I mean, I was a child when I watched it. All right. So when I was a child, yeah. I thought he was
1: super cute. Sure. Okay. You know who's cute is Evangeline Lily and you.
0: You're such a dork. Yeah. Okay, so I would highly recommend it if you haven't seen Neverending Story in a while. Oh yeah, just buddy up with this film and <laughs>
1: enjoy it. I think it's worth a revisit. I mean, because you, either you're going to be like, "Oh, I loved this movie," or you're going to be mm-hmm. like, "What the fuck is this?" And you either was, way, it's not bad. It's I kind of entertaining.
0: And you essentially listen to the whole plot here, so it'll be
1: real familiar to you. <laughs> we went through the whole thing. We yeah, did. no, I, I it's worth a revisit because it is it's 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 bonkers. I mean, that's it's fun in that way. It's and, very and either fun. you're going to remember. Loving it or you're gonna be like, well, I don't know. But I, that's either way, it's good. I would yes. say well, check it out. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> what else are you gonna do?
0: So that was Never Ending Story. Nice. Old Millennials Remember.
1: Movies. That's us. That's next us. next time, what are we doing? Ooh. I think we're gonna do it's baseball season, you know, and I love baseball season. And I think we're gonna do uh not the sand light. Sandlot. Fuck Too you guys. Not doing the
0: Sandlot.
1: Not Rookie of the Year. Fuck you guys, we're not doing Rookie of the Year. We're doing Little Big League. Featuring the Minnesota Twins, best baseball team ever.
0: Tyler's a big twins fan. If you'd like to send him fan gear, he would also love that.
1: Set up that P.O. box.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so we're gonna watch Little Big League. Little Big League. On the next episode of Old Millennials Remember Movies.
1: It's the whole thing. You gotta say the whole I thing. No.
0: Old Millennials Remember Movies.
1: So much for hitting your fifty five minute mark.
0: Okay, thanks for listening, guys, and tune in to the next one.
1: Bye.